In case you hear the, the higher voice, that's who you're listening to. That's right. And I'm Jacob Gibbons. If we're not number one on iTunes this week, then I don't know why we're even trying. I think it's to, it would be time to give up. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. How was your weekend? Good? It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was uh, my son's birthday. Oh, very yeah, nice. So Happy we, birthday to your son. So we raged. Oh, nice. I mean, that's what you do. He was yeah. 10. So ten. 10's oh. the year when you rage. You always rage you on You always start getting them, getting them, but obviously it's, uh, we only drink in, you know, environmentally friendly liquors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, of course. yeah, yeah. But yeah. a bunch of, a bunch of smashed 10 year olds, you know, right around. no, I'm kidding. Of course. We're joking. I'm kidding. Of course. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, how about you? Great. It was good. It was a good weekend. Uh, we did a sleepover at the zoo at the LA zoo. What? Yeah. That was, must've been amazing. A, we, yes. And no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no offense to the LA zoo. So this was about, uh, my son, my oldest son, who's close to the same age as, um, as uh, no, the exact same age, 10. Uh, as as uh, Noel's son is in Cub Scouts, and I'm a leader. I'm a pack master in our in our pack. And uh, you know, several months ago, uh, somebody suggested we do this thing called Zupendous Nights. That's so you, yeah, Zupendous. It right? sounds Zupendous. So you go to the zoo after hours, after it's closed, and then you get to tour it at night. Uh, they feed you, and then you get to stay. So all of that sounds really great, right? Well, yeah. the place that you stay is is. A, what would be like a classroom, tile floor, oh. fluorescent lights, and so it's up to the parents and the kids to bring inflatable mattresses and to all share common space uh, to sleep for the night. Well, let's see, they're trying to make you relate to how it feels to be in the wild with all the rest of the animals out yes, there, buddy. Yes, because yeah. everybody <laughs> knows they make rhinos sleep on tile floors. Absolutely. And in groups, in <laughs> groups on inflatable mattresses. Yes, absolutely. Because here's the worst part about the entire experience: they had every adult had an inflatable mattress, and if you hear about 25 people rolling over <laughs> on inflatable mattresses, it sounds like when you rub your hands on a balloon all night long. So that's strike one. Strike two is adults snore. A lot of adults snore. It happens. More frequently, I think, than, you know, occasionally a kid will snore. But, man, the statistics of (laughs) the likelihood of an adult snoring is very high. We should have somebody look that up and check check those facts for us. It's got to be. It's got to be. If you're a snoring expert, then please. Then please call in. Call in. (laughs) Write us. Tweet at us. And let us know if you know about snoring. But it's just much higher. And so if you have that many adults on noisy air mattresses and snoring Needless to say, I probably slept two hours tops. Like, at least that's what it felt like. Oof. So that made for a rougher experience right? for the Zupendous Nights. But the kids were happy. Well. And the, they loved it. They walked away the next morning. All the kids say, that was amazing. We had so much fun. So I was like, well, I, I guess, guess. in the end, that's the point. I guess. <sighs> Maybe Zupendous for kids, but not as Zupendous yes, for the grown-ups. I guess that's the point. So yeah. thank you, LA Zoo, for a Zupendous night for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> it's for the kids. That's why we're doing this podcast. That's why we're, the do- kids. we're doing in this the end? tomorrow. That's right. For the generations to come. So mm-hmm. it was a good... I had a great time, but I had to share that little anecdote about yeah. the... Uh, the sleeping experience and 
And and hopefully we've connected with some snoring experts. Now. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that we can solve this problem for all of Earth now. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's, that's the point. That's that's episode two. Is that's you know one we tackle some environmental issues, but two we discuss how to eliminate snoring and forever. We just, and we just destroy it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a very lofty goal. I think that's that's a powerful that's a strong platform you could run on in, in for, for all this. I will end snoring forever. Yes, you know. Yeah, funded by the Breathe Right strips for yeah. your your nose. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess we could dive in. Yeah. Uh, with what our subject is, uh, I think today what we're going to tackle is we shared an article um, last week in our social media. And it was about an oil spill that's happening right right. now in the Solomon Islands. That's right. And uh, there's an oil spill there currently. And the problem is it happened about a month ago. And this was, you know, an ocean cargo ship that had, I think it's about 600 tons of oil on it. And as of now, about 80 tons have leaked into the ocean after it is, you know, uh, got a gash on the side of it and it started to spill out. And this ship is an Indonesian cargo ship, and I think it was a Korean company that was uh, moving this oil from one place to the next, and so it started to spill out, and there's been so many issues with getting people to jump into action and help clean this up. Nobody wanted to take responsibility. Nobody's taking responsibility, or at least... They're saying, oh, well, we can't get in there. The weather's a problem. Uh, You know, we're doing the best we can. But you know who jumped in? The Aussies, baby. The Aussies. The Australian (laughs) government said, well, we're not going to stand for this. Yeah. And they said, we're going to jump in right away. We're going to help. So the Australian government is working fast and diligently to get this oil cleanup as as, as soon as possible because nobody else was doing anything after about a month. Right. So It's just insane. Insane, right? It's one of those things where... This is an example of where we're saying people, we need to, everybody needs to help, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Noel even said his, his great hashtag phrase that he put along this is, it is our it problem. It is our problem. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. That, and that's, I think, I think the, the thing that uh, would make a huge difference in the planet in general is if everybody was like, well, okay, I mean, it is my responsibility. If, if, right. if it's nobody's, then it's mine. Right. Right. I mean, it's. It's so easy to pass things off to say, well, yeah. this is, well, well yeah. you know, this is my neighbor can handle that one, or this is this is Bob's issue, or, or yeah, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom now so someone else can deal with it, right? <laughs> right. But, but if you actually just take the thought, look, yeah, I didn't, I didn't drop, it. I didn't drop that piece of paper on the ground, but there it is, and there's a garbage can right there, and you just pick it up and throw it away. It's a little yeah. thing. It's exactly. a little thing. It's a little thing. But it makes a big difference. But when it comes to oil spills, it's a big thing. Yeah, but much bigger deal when it's a, you know, when it's a boat just work. leaking. Yeah. already. Yeah, I well, mean... particularly because you've got to imagine that with all of the history of, of uh, oil spills that oh, yeah. there have been, that there would be something in place. Now, that's the good thing is that for the most part, uh, once I read this story and, you know, uh, we, we shared this story, it got me into thinking about the oil spills, especially the ones that have happened in our lifetime. Yeah. And for me, I really remember the Exxon Valdez being yeah. a big deal. You remember that, right? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. The oil covered, uh, you know, the birds, the birds and the wiping images. stuff the turtles, the you know, covered in garbage. It was the first <laughs> time, it was 1989, where kids... And you just were inundated with all these images of animals soaked in oil. And it was so tragic yeah. and just unbelievable about yeah. how much damage it had caused. And this was near Alaska um, where it happened. And so I dug into the story. Did you ever know the story about, like, how it happened? 
about the about the ship captain? No, I didn't know about the ship captain. Just so in my in my reading, so this is what's so interesting is when you dig into this stuff. You know, there's one oil spill, and then you're curious about the other. Well, you know, there was always an investigation on it. Apparently, the the ship captain, you know, he had been at the bar. Oh God! And he had passed on the the steering of the ship to (laughs) a first mate. (laughs) Gone back to his quarters. Yeah, like I mean, gonna take a leak. Uh oh. Hey Johnny, take the wheel. Gonna take care of something. I love. That I just said, God, God to go take a leak, as if that's the worst possible thing he could have just said. I'm gonna go take a leak. Oh, I didn't mean that kind of leak. So he, uh, yeah, I mean, this was all stuff that I read. You know, I could probably dig in, and there might be people who know this case much better than I do. But there were a lot of factors that happened that caused it. Them being, you know, there were icebergs in the water. And they were going on the inbound to get out. And so they had been given specific directions on how to get out of the area because it was from Alaska and it was coming down to to Long Beach. It was on its way down here. And so they hit an iceberg. And the the amount that spilled was 10.8 million gallons of oil. And so that sounds like a lot. And I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's more than I have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more. Yeah. So that was a disaster. And then I was like, I, I bet you that was the biggest in history. Oh boy. Not, no, not I was, I, was <laughs> I, I didn't even rank in the top 10. That's no. the crazy thing yeah. is, is back then I thought to myself, I thought there's nothing bigger than the Exxon Valdez. And I was, I was way off the big... all the PR. I mean, it was a huge, exactly. huge media storm. Yeah. I think it was really the first time that, the technology and the way that we were communicating things had gotten so much greater. Yeah. And that was even in 89. Yeah. But the big one that's happened within the past decade in 2010 was the deep water horizon. Oh, the God. BP. And, and the Gulf. That was a bad That one. was a nightmare. That was real bad. Yeah, but that wasn't even a ship, though. No. That yeah. was a drilling, whatever you call yeah, it, a drilling were, vessel that sits out there, right? Yeah, that's right. They're, they're drilling for oil. Right. So yeah. it's like 45 miles out from Louisiana. And that was one of those. Yeah, it's like, I only know of those things, by the way, from the yeah. film Armageddon. That's okay. how I know of those <laughs> things. My oil drilling knowledge is not that great. Yeah. But when I saw the you opening. You haven't, haven't spent a lot of time on platforms. No, huh? I haven't yeah. spent a lot of time. And I even had a friend in college who had to work on one. Really? But before I knew that, yeah. I saw Armageddon. Oh, you sure did. Everyone did. Everyone did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone. Because <laughs> you don't want to miss a thing. I mean, so, come on. Yeah, so I saw, I saw Armageddon, and I was like, oh, so there's these huge structures that sit out in the water, yeah. the drill. And that's what the deep water horizon was. It was a drilling structure in the ocean, yeah. blew that's up. It. Yeah, and and uh, lots of deaths on there. It was eleven fatalities on the on the on the thing, and then it broke off the the oil, where they were getting the oil from yeah. from down on the sea level. Yeah, and they couldn't cap it. Yeah, they couldn't. So it's like having a straw in, in a cup that you just shook yeah. up to help. Yeah, and there's just oil just, just flying right on top. Of it. It's yeah. like those cartoons where there's a like a hole in a damn wall and they put their finger in it and then it shoots out over here and they put their finger in that. And then, I mean, it was literally just, yeah. and I think it was 200 million gallons. So yeah. we're talking Exxon Valdez looks like a, just a splash yeah. compared to this level of oil in the, yeah, in the water. Just, just dumped a little squirt there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So this yeah. was, well, and it just bends. kept coming out and kept coming out exactly. and they couldn't stop it. They couldn't stop it. Yeah. And so from, so when I was looking at both of these, the entire industry uh, from the Exxon spill to the BP spill, so many things have been put in place okay. to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen again. Oh, that's and, good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there has been huge ecological improvements. Yeah. From the Exxon Valdez, they decided from then on that the the ships would no longer be single hull. 
Oh, well, it seems like that might be a good idea. That, that should have been a good call in the first place, right? you'd think, right? They just, to, just to protect your investment, that's a good all call. All oil in one hole. All <laughs> eggs in one hole. What could possibly go wrong? You know, like, that's the thing. Is yeah. they, they, they realize, they're like, well, maybe we should split this up into yeah. a couple holes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so that was a huge thing. And then, of course, we've seen GPS has yeah. changed yeah. so much. Yeah. We can you have a way better idea of what's out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing we accomplished anything up until this point because because yeah. now you can literally see everything. Yeah. And there's satellites and there's visibility. Yeah. I mean, if you crash into an iceberg now, yeah. they, you've got they should award you at that right. point. I mean, right. it's like, yeah. like that's incredibly well done. Like, yes. How did you do that? Like, you how, found that iceberg. That's yeah. just yeah. You went wow. right into that just, thing. Wow. You had so much notification that that was right there. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the, the Titanic would have really benefited from a GPS. I feel like that would have helped a lot. It would that, have really changed yeah. things. Or, or just have more boats on the, you know, on the, on the skateboards. Right. Well, look, there's a couple things. We <laughs> there's could a couple. To... We could go about the Titanic, but they didn't spill any oil. Just no. people. Right. And right. who cares? People, yeah. Yeah. we can, we can, we can, we can <laughs> remake those we can and they're biodegradable. Yes. But the environment <laughs> is something we <laughs> so have to worry about. <laughs> so what? Yeah. yeah. I feel like if, yeah, spilling people almost helps the yeah. sea. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, exactly. It's, too it's, soon. No. Oh, Jesus. too soon. Is it? Oh, you're right. <laughs> right. Gosh, it was just not it's that long ago. The Titanic fell. Yeah, um, we'll probably get, we'll probably get letters from somebody who's, who was on the Titanic. There might be, yeah. there might be some angry, uh, DiCaprio yeah. fans, yeah, yeah, that, that get furious. By the way, they'll send a letter too, not a tweet. It'll yes. actually be a- <laughs> yes. So we won't hear about this for a while. So you're fine. Send it to PO Box nine nine nine. Well, that's good. So does as that as that um as that made a difference? I mean, yes. are there less spills than oh, there? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, yeah? Yeah. absolutely. I mean, okay. I think that when it comes to ship oil spills. Um, the the things that have been put in place really have reduced that tremendously. Well, that's good. And as for the Deepwater Horizon, I think that that was just something that they were unprepared with the explosion and the capping of it. But I, you know, I wish I knew more. And if people do know more about what are the other things that have been put into place to prevent that from happening again, yeah. please, yeah, inform us, send us information. What's yeah. there? Yeah. Like what's what, it? what are these? What are those idiots doing? What are they doing? What, what is Bruce Willis? <laughs> what, yeah. what is he doing how, now how that he's are, back on the oil rig with Ben Affleck? Right. That's right. That's now they're there <laughs> and happy on on a planet yeah. that didn't get destroyed thanks By to an their asteroid. just you know tearing that asteroid in half mm-hmm. and having it split, or maybe it was more than half. Was it three pieces? I don't remember. Several chunks. Ago. Several chunks. Either way, they saved Earth. Yeah. And I feel like they don't get enough credit for that. Yeah. And that was like Ben re- Affleck, I mean, people are all, all mad at him about his Batman thing. I'm like, guys. They're forgetting that he saved he all He saved of us. Earth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I don't Unbelievable. Really understand Chunks yeah. of Asteroid was the original title <laughs> of Armageddon. Yeah. But they they just didn't think it was working They're as like, well. They're like, wow, it just doesn't have the Chunks same. Chunks of Asteroid <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Chunks of Asteroid starring Bruce Willis, Liv Tyler, and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Aerosmith. And I don't want to miss a chunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be a massive hit. I don't know what they're thinking. Armageddon. Oh, Armageddon. Well, yeah. there's always... There, why can't we make parodies of films that already came out? Like, why can't there be a cinematic Weird Al? Like, why can't oh. I take, like... Yeah, a, a film, and then just do the whole film, but just a, a completely ridiculous version of it. There's no, I feel so like I feel like that didn't they do that? That was in the uh, in the two thousands. I feel like they did that a bit of that with like the yeah, some of the scream like movies, scary movie. Yeah, yeah didn't I guess they? You... And that they had that 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 uh, what's was that cheerleading movie where 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 they you know 
You brought it. You bring it on. It. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, it on. didn't yeah. they bring do like a bring it on? Yeah, they did kind of a parody of that. Thing you're something. right. You're right that the like since Airplane, Naked Gun, like the Zucker and Abrams, that's those are parodies of films. Yeah, I guess it's just funny because I, 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 I there hasn't been one. There hasn't been somebody who really nails that in a lo- in a while. Yeah, and I think that like Weird Al is a single artist who oh. took music and could do that. Over and over and over again, and everyone was great. Yeah, and I think it he's would be, a legitimate genius. He is a legitimate, genius. and that's really what this podcast is yeah, about. I know. Well, and about... I know, I know, you. I'm digressing big time, but we were just singing uh, "Weird Al" downstairs, and yeah. so that's why I think he's fresh in my mind. Yeah, and I couldn't resist yeah. talking about well, it. I had to. to. I had to you, say you have to, and I feel like the environmental community needs to know. If first of all, if you're super young and you're not. Aware of who Weird Al Yankovic is, yeah. I highly recommend you go listen to him. Although, you know, my kids listen to him, so I, th- I feel like he's making a that's comeback. That's because you're like a cool dad. Yeah. Aw, uh, see, shucks. See, that's a, but I, but I, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like that guy hasn't, because he keeps making new he's albums. He's not gone. Like, he hasn't stopped. He's not gone. Yeah. So when you were at your son's rager this weekend, you yeah, played a lot we were of weird, blasting weird Al. Weird Al. I mean, Good. Weird Al was everywhere. Good. Yeah, that's and important. he's and he's on the YouTubes. He is? Oh, he's, he's there. He's you on can the... find, if you go to the, the, the tubes of you, you will see... Just lots lot, of it's Al. mostly Weird Al on YouTube. It's mostly, mostly? what it is. Yeah, I mean, no. I would say I would say eighty percent of the content on YouTube. Yeah, of is, YouTube is, is weird. weird. Ah, no doubt. I had. I mean, I, I probably need you know someone to let's get. We should get our our producer uh, to to look that up as well. Yeah, uh, and our producer of producer course. get on that. As I, as I talk to this <laughs> empty chair, empty, yeah, across the hall. Get get on that right yeah. away. So uh, real quick though. Um, not to get back to the No, I think you should get back. I think it's, um, I think everybody listening is like, can you guys <laughs> get back on topic? A bit of a tangent. So why did this ship crash if they have oh. all these safety things in place and all these different measures that are that are causing people to do this less? Then, then what happened with this ship in the Solomon Islands that made it do that? As far as I know, this is going to be under investigation okay. because um, it got the, the ship, they're, they're wondering if they were following all the regulatory rules, if they had gone off course, they'd been veered off in a storm, got snagged into the area. So I think there's research that's going to be done about this cargo ship and did it follow appropriate maritime laws and whatnot. So this could be a one-off because it does seem to be something that is uh, more and more preventable. But of course, when you're dealing with open water in the sea, you are dealing with weather systems and cyclones and things like that that would cause something to, sh- you know, veer off course and then trying to get back on, they get snagged. And so there right. are these variables, yeah. these acts of God that that I think are impossible to... Uh, but what I found in the articles, I there wasn't anything definitive because it just happened a month ago. And the ship is still there. Right. As we're talking right now, right. it is still there. And their biggest concern is, like, if we were to have an aerial shot, it is sitting right off the coast of the Solomon Islands. Yeah. And it's near a UNESCO, am I saying that right? UNESCO, yeah, UNESCO heritage sure. site. Oh, wow. So it's close to that. And it looks like a ship, and it literally looks like it's bleeding out in the ocean. You can see the oil coming oh, out. And we're crazy. at 80 tons, and there are still on the ship, there's still 600 tons. Wow. So they're right now, the effort right now is to get aboard and yeah. get that stuff out. Okay. So they're, they're, they're bringing in ships to get the oil off the ship. So there's no more risk of it spilling out into the water. And that's the steps. But I would okay. imagine once it's done and they fixed it and got out, there's going to be examinations as to what happened. Right. Let's, let's look at the manifest. Let's look what was reported. What yeah. were the call-ins? So I think that's where we're at right now. So yeah. we don't know why. But the point and what you said earlier is – it is our problem, yeah. and this is an example of where no matter what the laws were, whatever regulations or whose fault it was, 
you needed somebody to come forward and say, we're going to help. Right. We'll, we'll worry about that later. Yeah. But let's just dive in and help. And that's yeah. what Australia did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, you know, the neighbor's house on fire. The, you know, let's, let's mm-hmm. get the fire department. Let's help. Right. Let's do right. something to get the thing put out. Yeah. You know, even let's not worry about how it started, how it caused, or what's going on with it. Let's right. fix the problem, and exactly. then we'll, we'll come back to put it. Put out the fire. Later. Let's help. Let's get it, get it done. And I think, that that's a, I think that that's a good example, a good metaphor for where we are with the climate and yeah. the planet. And that's yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Is that it's no longer about who is, is responsible for what, right. right? We have to start looking at the entire planet as just one living, breathing organism that right. we all live in. Right. And so even if... This area is polluted and this area isn't as much or this area has more, you know, uh, issues in terms of like congestion of people and this one doesn't. It's like we all have to find a way to work together to make this ecosystem work and function together and breathe in harmony. Yeah. 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 And and, and let's let's just do it one little bit at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. One one little thing at a time. And and just if everybody just takes the takes the just they personally take the idea that this is my problem. Yeah. It is my problem. Yeah. And you just do a, just some something. Yeah. Some little thing. Exactly. You know, and everybody takes that kind of responsibility. It will make a massive difference. I agree. Yeah. And it just, ma- it makes me wonder everything about this ship and where it ended up. Yeah. It makes you wonder globally where it landed mm-hmm. is going to be a, a huge, like, depending on where this wreck would have happened near what countries, you would see different response levels you know if it was outside of russia or china or over here near hawaii by the u.s like the response times there have been actual things here let me grab my form yeah um there have been actual oh don't mind me (laughs) spinning away from the mic um there have been uh i mean since some of these spills the office of response and restoration has been a government organization that's been put in place and then there was a historic oil pollution act of 1990 so there have been especially from the u.s standpoint of things there's been tons of measures put in place to make sure but when we're dealing with something around the world like this this is way off in the solomon islands and so the closest well i mean in the u.s i i'm I'm not sure if it's been reported in the u.s still no i it's one of those (laughs) stories that i kind of had to dig for yeah like it's it's amazing how how these international stories that actually have a massive effect on the planet right in general exactly and it's it's all our planet right they don't they don't actually make it a lot of times to the u.s because we're worried about other you know other personal problems i guess our own own stuff our own own issues and that's that's not good either yeah Yeah. but you're right this we we only knew about the story because noel's brother mike sent us the link and he was way on the other side of the world so he got access to that information knew about it he was like i don't even think they're talking about this where you guys are we're like they definitely are not so it's one of those things that yeah probably in the next week or so it'll make its way here but just goes to show you it's already been out there for a month and you know probably nobody nobody even knows about it yeah this podcast is the first you've heard we are breaking news (laughs) live oh wait that's not how podcasts work quite live but live ish (laughs) it was live when it happened yeah but you don't want to miss a thing. Back to our yeah, yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up so many times. That's, that's, we should change the theme song. Not we that should, I don't love no. the theme song, but maybe it should be... Do I close my eyes? <laughs> you want me to re- redo the Biofriendly Podcast theme song to kind of reflect or mirror uh, Aerosmith? If it could just be the Aerosmith, okay. Aerosmith song, but you... Okay. Singing it, okay, yeah, okay, that would really. Be I think, I think, yeah. I think that can that can happen. Yeah. That's a future thing. Thanks, I'm in. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna try a, a new segment here on the show. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about um, things that are trending on the on the twitters trending on the social media on the twitters. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to distorted guitar. <laughs> trending on the twitters. 
could call it we could call it green tag. We green could call tag. it green tags. I like that. Green tags and hashtag. Yeah. This is the biofriendly podcast green tag. Green tag. Okay. So one of the big things that's trending and this kind of blew up over the weekend, which we were on top of. Biofriendly was on top oh, of it. Biofriendly planet. If you don't know about this, it is so cool. Um, I first saw it on Saturday morning. I was I saw it on Reddit. And um, on Reddit, somebody had posted an image of a, a, it was a teenage boy and he had, he was standing in front of a whole trash filled field. And then the, the image below it was all the trash was picked up and he was standing in front of a bunch of bags, plastic bags of, uh, of garbage that he had cleaned up. And he wrote at the top, he was like, hey, if you teens are bored, then how about, you know, going out and cleaning up some trash or this cleanup challenge or trash challenge. And it is unbelievable how fast this trend took off just over the matter of a couple days. I tweeted it out. I put it on Facebook and the hashtag is either hashtag trash challenge or trash tag or uh, cleanup challenge. Those are the three categories I've primarily seen it, but I have seen over and over again, just images of dirty beaches, forests, woods, parks, and it's always the same thing. It's a it's it's a single person, or sometimes it's a group of people, and it's a mess. And I mean, some of these places, you go, that would take forever, forever. <laughs> I can't even imagine how yeah. long that took. Yeah. And you can tell because in the two pictures, the people have changed clothes, so you can tell it, it didn't took ha- a couple days. It didn't happen in an <laughs> afternoon. And so you see this in all these, and I and I highly recommend. Go look. Go look in this um, in this hashtag category. Um, look at the trash challenge because you will see these amazing images, and it's really caused some some excitement. Because you know, I mean, we live in an era right now where the younger generation, everybody just wants the likes, baby. Yeah. You know, you want the likes. You yeah. want the you want to post. Why else your... are we alive? Man? Yeah, right. <laughs> I want lie. I want that tasty online validation. <laughs> and we have an entire generation that loves that I'm gonna share something on Twitter or Instagram and I'm gonna get so many likes. Yeah. But you know what? I don't care if it's for this. Yeah. Reap all the karma you want. If if you're gonna use something like this to get likes, then by all get means, get all the likes you can I, get. I would much rather than a mirror selfie, you know, or some kind of bathing suit picture. Like the fact that I'm seeing well, teenagers. Well, do it in a bathing suit. I picture. mean, or that's, cool. that's very valid. That's valid. You know, if you want to clean up in a bathing suit, then you'll then probably do it. get more likes, you, right? So I, clean up, put so, on your bathing suit with all the, the job you've done, and yes. enjoy your no time matter in what, the sun. No matter what gender, whatever you oh. just just clean up in a bathing suit, and I will all appreciate. We'll the all effort. Pre- Here, here's here's the thing: the fact that people are actually liking it, and you're yes. actually seeing the tremendous response to all of this, proves that it's a good thing. It is that it's the right kind of thing. Yeah. And sometimes doing the right thing is how you get the likes yes exactly so this is great you know it's, it's great it's creative it's a great really creative wonderful way to help the environment and and john you know kudos to, yeah. to all the people who are doing this this is amazing i think it's fantastic and i know some of these pictures are probably happening right now yeah but i it's also opened the door excuse me hold on we're, i'm drinking coffee and water and i'm belching Jeez, that's how, um, it's great for radio it is good yeah, yeah. You're, you're loving the sound of that um but it's not only a thing that's happening live and in real time that we'll see probably for the next weeks, but it's also opened up conversations about things that have happened over the past few months of this same kind of effort cool. that's been happening around the world. 
um, there was an image that somebody had, I think it was from 2017, and it was just this beach. And we're talking probably an image aerial, you know, high up enough that you could see. This was a couple miles yeah. of, of trash. Wow. And then you saw over, you know, however many months it took, they cleaned it up completely. And that was an image that's being shared. Yeah. And then uh, the most interesting thing, which I tweeted about this morning, which was there was a, um, a thing that happened in 2009 yeah. in Rwanda. Okay. And in Rwanda, they started this this holiday. Let me look at the name here. Looking for the name. Looking for the name of the thing I was talking about. (laughs) So I I found this this morning. Uh, Rwanda, they have a thing called Umuganda. I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's U-M-U-Ganda. That's cool. Yeah, and it it translates roughly to coming together in common purpose. Oh, that's good. Isn't that great? Yeah. And so this has been a tradition going on for 10 years now, and every last Saturday of the month, everyone has to clean up. Really? Everyone. It's it's not volunteer. Oh, so like if, so if you're if you're having a beer that day, then, yeah. then the cops are coming, they'll put you like could, gun to the head. The only the, get up the only way you clean. Could, the only way you could do it is if you you get your beer, yeah. and then you immediately walk over to a recycling bin and you dump beer that's finished being drunk into right. the bin and look and give a thumbs up to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing your part while drinking. Has this sped up the drinking? In uh, uh, I yeah. think it's it's because, rampant because you got to figure right. I mean, like they get caught by the cops, you got to down that thing. You got to down it because otherwise fast. it's not recyclable. I think that Umuganda is a day of cleaning up and throwing a few back. Throwing a few back. <laughs> <laughs> At least I hope so. Yeah. If you're gonna be cleaning, you might as well have a nice buzz right? going, right? Yeah. But but this was another thing that that from this trash challenge. So what's so exciting about it is. We're seeing now in the social media space, and we're going to see this more and more, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and everything. Once once something catches fire like this, and you have a thing like hashtag trash challenge or cleanup challenge, it opens up this dialogue globally. Yeah. I mean, I there was a guy, I tweeted it out, and he was from Nigeria, and he yeah. wrote back, and he was like, this is what we need in Nigeria from, from the one that yeah. I shared. And then immediately... Somebody of great prominence in Nigeria with a huge social media follow- following yeah. was like, hey, people who live in Lagos, let's let's do the cleanup at this location. And I was like, oh, my God, wow. it's spreading on so such a cool, cool global level. Yeah. And then when you see things like this that are going on in Rwanda, you realize that there's been these efforts to clean up and clean up yeah. and clean up. And we could see in the next 10 years that this just becomes a normal thing, that yeah. everybody's always committed to going out and making sure, because you know, yeah. w- when we go on hikes and I see, and I'm out in even the the Angeles forests, yeah. and I see trash out there, I'm like, oh, what is crazy? Wrong? I actually take into bringing a bag with me. Yes, because as I'm going up, I'll pick up the stuff that I see, just because it just drives me so crazy. It's it is. so upsetting. Yeah, it is because I know me and you too. If you're listening to this show, you probably feel like we do. But I, I in this modern day, I don't know how anybody ever does that. Yeah. I don't know how anybody just finishes a Mountain Dew and drops it in the middle of the woods yeah. and they're like, no big deal. This is like, cool. Who are, That's cool, man. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong with you? What, where did your parents go wrong? Yeah. What happened that yeah. you think that that's okay? Yeah, well, because it's not It's not like we live in a, in a world that isn't talking about it, right? No. I mean, this is such a huge it's topic. It's That's it's such a big topic. I mean, it's such something people, a lot of people care about. It's something that young people care about and usually you'd think that it was the young people who are doing it because they're like you know just out have partying and too many beers and who cares or whatever but i don't think so but i I don't think think that's the issue here i don't think it is either yeah i I think young people are probably cleaning up i think that there's just a 
a laziness and apathy that exists out there of bringing stuff, food, items out to the woods and then leaving them. I and it. I don't I don't like it. it. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't get it. <laughs> and I want it to stop. <laughs> I want it to stop. I know. I know. There, so that, that is something yeah. that, that when I see these cleanup challenges, they make me so happy. But then you also look at these areas that are riddled with garbage and you just go, how did it ever get to that point? Yeah. I could understand a long time ago when, when yeah, this wasn't like the caveman times <laughs> before they had trash cans, right? Before landfills existed, <laughs> <laughs> you figure like grog and fact, you know, back then they, they were would... probably just like, <laughs> and they would just throw, just throwing their can of beer. It's just, just like, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can't blame them. Right. Because at that time they weren't educated. They weren't educated. The recycling There was program. not an investment right. in recycling or even garbage. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But today we're a little more. Yeah. Barely, slightly more advanced. Yeah. Recycling. <laughs> recycling back then was like reusing the mammoth carcass. Yeah. Right. That was right. recycling. Was right. Like and by the way, interesting ways. To by use the way, them. kudos to Gronk for doing that. That was huge, right? I mean, back huge. then, no, but see, that didn't trend on Twitter in, yeah. in those days, but it should yeah. have. It should have. Yeah. It really should have. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a cool. That was a very uplifting thing. Yeah. So those are those are the green tags of this nice. week. Nice. So yeah, I thought it was, was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. Well, these yeah. are definitely definitely good stuff to follow up on. Stuff yeah. that hopefully people can uh, comment about and uh, yeah. reply on Twitter to us. Let yeah. us know what you think. Come Let, find you know? us. Yeah, yeah. Give us your thoughts. Let us know uh, if we got any facts wrong. We love to please to, to check in on that and correct those. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can you can message us at the Twitters. We are on at BioFriendly One O N E, mm-hmm. and uh, we also have BioFriendly Planet. That's right. And then we have on Facebook, we have BioFriendly Planet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can find us and Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah, BioFriendly Planet. Yeah. Yeah. So you can come find us. Come message us. Uh, use some of those hashtags. We had the talk about oil spill. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Cool. Well, thanks, Noel. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. This was a lovely chat. It was just splendid. Just divine. It was, it was, what's, what would the word be? Would it be zupendous? Zupendous. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> thank you, <sir. laughs> All right, see you next time. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.